2: Hi everybody, and welcome to the Blizzard Watch podcast, uh, where we watch Blizzard and their games because that is the purpose of the show. It's in the name and everything. I'm Matt. I'm your host. With me this week are just two oh, just so you guys don't even know co-hosts. Um, first up, she does practically everything, and today she literally has done everything. Uh, Ann Stickney. Ann, it it's patch 7.2. You you going crazy or what? 7.3. See, I keep doing it. I keep doing it. (laughs) 7.3. I I don't want to believe it. It's just too much. I can't handle it. I'm losing (sighs) my mind.
0: I've gotten... I, I, I logged on very briefly when the servers came up to check and see that the servers were in fact online, and they were. So then I did like the first tiny little section I did like I think like three or four quests or something I don't know I have to go I have to go adventuring with Taralion when I log back on eventually which will be much later today because <laughs> I got plenty of other things to do but I gotta say though it's okay though that... because we're on Argus and I'm really
2: happy. <laughs> That was kind of one of the smoother, big patch launches they've had. I in a was while. expecting.
0: I thought that it was supposed to be down like most of the day, and it was. Yeah, I not. didn't
2: think it would be up. I it, didn't think it, it would be up till like now, and it was it up like what eleven
3: for like another two hours. I thought.
0: So props to the server techs for that one because uh, that was smooth as anything, man. That was really amazing. Um, sorry, I should let you introduce the other person who is speaking.
2: Yeah, well, he introduced himself. It's fine. Uh, also with us this week, he's. <laughs> usually here and he thinks so much it's constantly going on shadow priests everything mitch's brain is a confusing whirlwind and here he is mitch 7.3 see i got the patch right this time talk about 7.3 a little
3: it's got a lot of demons um if i don't know what you were expecting if that surprises you but it has a lot of demons um yes it's also it's, it's on argus which is not azeroth that's another thing that probably shouldn't surprise you but you know Maybe you've been in the dark, like totally. Um, it's also, it's giant. It, it, there is so much to explore and do, and it feels like a, a mini expansion launch, to be honest. You've got some today, right? Yeah, I haven't done all of the quests, but I've done enough to get the world quests unlocked.
2: Okay. I actually wanted to ask you something non quest related, though, um, because you talked about it on Twitter, and I butted into a conversation because that's what I do. But you talked about Shadow Form. On Twitter, and I would get your thoughts on it now because it's live. You've gotten to play with it. What are your thoughts?
3: Um, Shadow form itself, uh, it it has like a weird kind of shimmer to it that doesn't really feel shadowy. It feels more like Blizzard was trying to really outline the fact that it's purple. Um, Like it does have shadows coming off of it, or like purple flames, which I really like. But there's like a a too prevalent shimmer to it that's not my favorite, but. I was like
0: out by it
3: outside of that, void form uh, looks awesome and like I love every single one of the new spell cast animations. It's just shadow form, the base shadow form itself is kind of it I don't know it's I think they had weird. a version I think they had a version of this like something kind of close to this in the alpha or beta maybe and I I don't know. um it just it yeah, it does look weird, especially like if you're you know watching the stream live right now, I'm running and like part of my robes look really weird. When I run to the side, like there's not a texture to them.
0: I have a glyph. I have a glyph on my priest. Speaking of which, I'm leveling my priest now. Hey, hey, yeah, leveling shadow. Hey. Anyway, um, she has the glyph that supposedly makes shadow form like a little bit transparent. The one that you told me about.
3: Yeah, I haven't. I haven't tried that with the new. Okay,
0: I have that glyph on, and it looks like. You know um, the outline mode for various items and things like that. It almost yeah. looks like it almost looks like she's in outline mode right now with a purple overlay. It's very strange looking. I'm not okay. sure how I, I, think I feel that's about actually, it.
3: Yeah, and that's sort of like the other shadow form has that outlineish quality to it. Like it's darker, you know, on the inside parts, but like it does have that outline quality to it around the edges. And it's just like I said, I love everything else, like the spellcasting animations. I I think I wrote a post about this like a year or two ago that I wanted new casting animations or uh, new spell visuals for Shadow, and we finally got them. So I'm really happy about that, and they're really cool. It's just Shadow itself is kind of it's weird.
2: Okay, before we get too involved in Patch 7.3, because there's a lot to talk about there, there are top stories to be talked about, so we should probably move on to talking about some of them first. Um, the first one isn't really a Blizzard thing, but it's on the Blizzard launcher, and it's kind of interrelated, and it's cool. So we should probably talk about that. The Destiny Two beta is live today, I believe. It's today, right? I the know the open, early open access. is live yesterday.
3: today. Early access was yesterday. Yep. Yeah,
2: and uh, I haven't gotten to do anything with it, but um, I know Mish was you were playing it yesterday, weren't you?
3: Yeah, yeah, it's it's so. cool. It's, uh, you know, like you said, not technically Blizzard, but it is Activision, which is, you know, Activision Blizzard. Um, and it's open beta today and I believe tomorrow. And I think with the PS4 and the Xbox launches, they extended it too, so there's a chance that'll happen. Um, but it's cool. There's like three major classes, and they're somewhat equivalent to like, this is the clothy class, this is the, you know, male slash leather class, and then like the plate class. Um And, uh, yeah, I, I went with the Warlock, which is the cloth class. And it, it has... You can get Blink. It's called a Warlock, and it also uses Void Energy if you want to. So I thought that was kind of funny.
2: So it's basically but, everything you've ever wanted to play at once.
3: Yeah. You can also get a Flaming Sword, which is awesome. So, so this yeah. is
0: just running for a few days.
3: Yeah, and there's, there's a little... Um, it's not super long, but, like, kind of an intro to the story, and then once you finish the intro to kind of give you an idea of what, you know, the single, well, not single player, but, like, campaign-ish stuff is going to be like, um, after that, the only stuff that's on beta right now is, um, there's three different modes, two of them are, like, PvP modes, and one of them is, like, you're grouped with friends against a boss. I think I haven't done that one yet, but it's not, like, you, you're not playing the story outside of the little intro experience. So, it's so, sort of
2: dungeony and
3: then some PvP? Um... Yeah, it's not even, like, dungeon... Yeah, the the one mode is kind of dungeon-y. The intro experience is not really dungeon-y, but... Yeah. Yeah, I've
2: just spent the modes. Okay.
0: That's So cool. for people, yeah. people wondering why Destiny 2 is showing up on your Blizzard launcher, it's because, well, Blizzard is Activision Blizzard, so... Um, Activision, when they were putting together Destiny 2, they decided to go ahead and utilize the Battle.net social system. So basically, if you've got friends that are playing Destiny 2 on PC, they can talk to you in World of Warcraft, just like how you can talk to somebody in who's playing Diablo if you're playing World of Warcraft. It doesn't matter. Um, they just decided to kind of connect those things through Battle.net. Um, Blizzard's got nothing to do with the title. It's just on their launcher and using their chat system type thing.
3: And you can use the WoW token Slash Battle.net balance mm-hmm. thing, which is why it's skyrocketed to above one hundred and sixty thousand gold right now.
2: Yep, <laughs> I'm waiting for two. If it goes up to two hundred thousand gold, I'm gonna come up it, with
3: a way to buy it. A token. Peaked at like 166 and a half last night, and now it's one sixty four. So I don't know if it's gonna go up any higher. I wonder. Yet. It I, probably will when Destiny releases.
0: I was gonna say. I think when they announced that this whole thing was happening, the token like ballooned to what was it like one hundred and eighty something for a little while, very briefly, I, and then I it came think back it down. Was that high.
3: I think it. I think it came close to 160 though at one point.
0: I don't remember. All I know is I remember I bought a token because I was like, "heck yeah, I'm gonna go ahead and cash in on that while I can," <laughs> and called it good. Yeah. And I, I'm like, "Why did I do that?" Because now I have more gold than I know what to do with. However, there's a lot of stuff to spend that gold on in the latest patch. But
2: <laughs> yeah, moving <including> on.
0: <laughs> yeah,
2: we should also mention while we're talking about that kind of thing. The Overwatch patch has got notes now for death. Isn't deathmatch live? You said.
0: So yeah, what's going on with the patch? As far as the patch is concerned, we've got the new game modes. Game modes. There's deathmatch and team deathmatch. Um, and both Castle, of those, yeah. both of those are available on arcade mode. Just on arcade mode, you can play deathmatch on a selection of maps from the existing pools, and then there's the new deathmatch map, which is. Chateau, I'm going to mess up the last name. Guillard, is it I think
2: Guillard. Yeah, Guillard.
0: Yeah. Guillard. You, you would know.
2: barely pronounce the Guillard. Is it
3: Gillard? Gillard.
2: But I don't no, know.
0: No, it's not Gillard. Is
2: he Guillard or is he the Guillard or Guillard? So I, I
0: before Widowmaker got married to uh, Gerard LaCroix, she uh, her last name was Guillard, and this was her home that she grew up in. Um, so there's a bunch of like probably little lore tidbits hidden around the map. And you should go check it out. Even if you don't play the deathmatch, you should go check it out. You can check it out with like custom game mode, I think, right? Yes?
3: Yeah. Yeah, you can. I'm do you know if season six started today? I know it's starting soon. I don't know if it started today though with the patch.
0: Um, I'm not sure if it actually started today or not.
3: Or if season five ended rather. I don't think season oh, six. Oh, I think
0: season I think season five is over. I don't know if season six has started yet. Um okay. Keep One in mind though, you may want for for overwatch players, you may want to go check out these patch notes because there is a ton of bug fixes in here, like a ton of bug fixes to the hero to the maps, and also to the u i um so you may want to just go ahead and read through those and see if any of those are applicable to how you play the game or stuff that you do with the game, that kind of thing um
3: yeah. The reason I asked about competitive is because season six is making uh, some decent changes to the game, too. I, and I don't I think that went live after the podcast last week. Yeah, um, I'm not
0: sure. Yeah.
3: Yeah. So they're doing it. Seasons are going to be every two months now instead of every three months. And they're also rewarding Oh, yeah. The more competitive, competitive play points. changes
0: went in place, went in place with this okay. patch. It says that the length of competitive play seasons, it's been reduced to two months, formally three. Like, there, there's a bunch of that yeah. that has been there, addressed There's a in whole this patch.
3: developer update on that. Um, but basically, shorter seasons, more points per win, and a couple other things. Uh, better, I think, like matchmaking uh, for skill rating, or better approximation of your skill rating, ideally. Yes.
0: yes, a bunch of that went live, and that that's all in the patch notes. Um, for play- For people who focus on Mercy, the Mercy changes that are coming, those are not live. They did not go oh. live with this patch. Um, They aren't listed in the the patch notes anyway, so I don't think that her overhaul is in this patch. I think her overhaul is still being tested on the PTR at this point. Um, Unless they just omitted her from the patch notes entirely, which makes no sense (laughs) because they're making so many changes to Mercy right now. (laughs) I mean, they're getting rid of the mass res. (laughs) She's got a different thing altogether. Have you played with her at all? I haven't. There's been so
3: much going on.
0: Okay. Um, I was just curious, because they've kind of changed what her ultimate does, pretty much. Um, Doesn't she, like,
3: fly around a lot faster? Yeah, she
0: gets Valkyr. Valkyr, or not Valkyr, Valkyrie. I'm still stuck. (laughs) Anyway, she gets Valkyrie, so instead of the mass res, she can actually, like, fly herself. She can actually like hop up in the air and fly of her own volition. She doesn't have to be tethered to anybody. 'Cause, you know, if you tether her to like Farah or one of the other flying characters, she'll fly along after them. Um, that's not her flying on her own volition, she's just tethered with that character. Uh Valkyrie will actually let her like shoot up in the air and fly around for a little bit. Her res, she has a limited res now. She can res one person at a time and it's got like a cooldown on it. So, yeah, all of those beautiful, beautiful memes of, you know, that last second mercy mass res and then everybody murders everybody else, they're no longer T- relevant five, oh, or they're yeah. no longer going to be relevant, <laughs> which makes me sad.
3: <laughs> well, those were quite the turnarounds in longer games that were in overtime.
0: I know, but they were so cool when they went off. Like, it was so cool when they, it went it, off it and was. actually played successfully, you know. Um, so I'm a little bit sad that that's going away, but I'm also kind of fascinated to see how the new Ultimate works out for people and whether or not it's better in the long run for Mercy or not.
3: People seem to be loving it.
0: Yeah. But... Well, I've seen mixed. I've seen mixed reviews. There are people that are totally loving it, and then there are people who are like, but I really like the Mass Res. You know, it's like...
3: Well, the Mass Res.
2: There's, there's also people who argue it's the the new one is... That they, I'm, I think it was Joe actually. Uh, Joe Perez was saying that he understands why they changed the, the the meta, why they made it not, you know, the ultimate shouldn't be the mass res, but making her fly around and kill people is a little not really she's, she's thematically more combat appropriate. Oriented.
3: Yeah, yeah, yeah she's like...
0: not really a combat person so much as she is a healer. But they are kind of giving her a little bit more of a combat role. I don't know. I don't know. It's an interesting I think it's direction. Fun
3: to kill people, it's mercy.
0: Yeah. And it's an interesting direction to go with her. But yeah, that is not live with this patch um, unless they just omitted a giant chunk of these patch notes. <laughs> I don't think Jeff from think... the
3: Overwatch team would ever allow that to happen.
0: No, he would not. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I think we've got like one more news thing to talk about, yeah?
2: Yes, and you. Guess, perhaps. And unfortunately, my web browser the crashed, hero so. the
3: hero's ptr right thank you yeah yes.
2: Kelthazad's on the ptr yeah. Kelthazad, not on why did i say that i'm <laughs> having such a day
3: undead people you know um yeah kelthazad is freaking awesome i i played him in you know i you have to play the three matches on the ptr and i still haven't done that but i did play him in the try mode just to see like how it felt and if it was as cool as it looked in the promo video because sometimes it's not as cool as the promo video. Still cool, but not as cool. It's as cool as the promo video. He's he's awesome. Um, his talents are really cool. His chain thingy works slightly differently than I expected, and it's, it's really cool. Okay, um, but I have
0: a really important question for you.
3: I keep saying cool. What?
0: I have a really important question for you, because I know that in the uh, developer preview video, they were showing the different skins and things, and with one of them... Mr. Bigglesworth was there, and he, like, hopped into Kel'Thuzad's robes.
3: Yeah, so apparently that's part of his dance.
0: Oh, really? Like if, if you
3: dance, that's where Mr. Bigglesworth comes out. Yeah, oh, it's, okay. It's not something that's going to follow him around on the map, but Mr. Bigglesworth will appear when you dance. Oh, and I was wondering if it
0: was something out. they just put in the video to put in the video, or if it, Mr. Bigglesworth actually did show up in-game if you did something in particular. Oh, so. yeah, he'll
3: show up. Good. Yeah. Um, but, yeah, he, he can slow the crap out of people. Like... He's he's built around slowing other heroes down and like disrupting the enemy team and it just his his abilities work really well together. Um it actually feels a little strong right now because he can just kind of he can chain freeze, slow, ch- chain, literally chain. Um but it's it's awesome and he can also do some decent burst like I don't know. He's he's what I had hoped for. I'm I'm very happy with him, and I can't wait until he actually is live because I'll play the crap out of heroes.
0: And they're doing like a series of they're doing a series of videos that basically like are kind of like yeah. behind the scenes of the development of the character and that kind of thing. Too, yeah, Greg, it's think, like a four part
3: series. I think it's five parts. They have two parts out already. I don't know if it's daily unlocking. I think it might be. It, it's I know not that gonna, they
0: just released part two but, today.
3: Yeah, but and part one was yesterday, so. They might slow things down, but I think it's just a daily unlock.
0: It's just something that they're going to do this week. Now, since Kel'Thuzad is on the PTR, that means that it's probably going to be like one or two weeks and then we'll see him live?
3: I would imagine he'll be on there for a week. Um, Okay. Yeah. And um, it's also, his release is, like, they're doing another event, like the Call of Kel'Thuzad event. So there's going to be, there's various quests within the game to, like... Play a match with Kel'thuzad on your team. Uh, do something else as Kel'thuzad. I don't know off the top of my head exactly, but stuff like that. And I think there's like four or five quests, and you'll get um, like portrait rewards, sprays, and stuff like that for basically celebrating. Do you get Kel- any
0: skins or mounts, or is it just like the sprays, I and don't the banners, skin, and stuff? I
3: don't think it's skins or mounts. No.
0: Okay, so it's like sprays. How about banners, the Illidan mount? I don't know where that comes from. The Illidan mount. You mean the one that people are giving away all over the place on Twitter right now? That one was a Gamescom exclusive, I think.
3: Oh, it was? Okay. Yeah, yeah, because a lot of the people
0: that I'm like... A lot of the giveaways that I've noticed online, people are doing giveaways of these mouths. They're like, retweet or whatever. And they've got a little card and they said, oh, look what I found at Gamescom. I'm like, oh, okay. So this must have been just a Gamescom thing.
3: I, I wasn't sure if it was Gamescom exclusive. I did see, you know, people... Only like getting it through the giveaways, but I don't know if it's necessarily gonna come to the game later or if it will actually be a Gamescom exclusive. But
1: Or maybe um, they'll have
0: it over at BlizzCon too.
3: Yeah. Maybe it's just yeah. a
0: convention exclusive.
3: Yeah. Who knows? Um, but that's not, you know, a reward or anything. It's just a mount that's added to the game and kinda hard to get right now.
2: All right. Okay. Uh well that leaves us with one story and it's kind it's of the biggest, biggest story. one. <laughs> yeah. So we should just jump right into this. It's patch 7.3. If you're listening to us live, it's on right now, and I can't imagine why you're here. You must be, like, tired. I, I understand. It's a lot. you taking a break. There's it's cool. There's a lot Thank of Burning you.
0: Legion to yeah. wade through. Um,
2: or, or you're like me, and you know, somebody is like, we're going to play together, so don't get on until I get there. And, and you're, like, sitting here. It's, it's kind of, for me, it's like, this is literally the patch equivalent of, of a Netflix show that you've wanted to watch for months. And you, you're t- like, this... we're going to watch it together, so you can't watch it, you can't get ahead of me or nothing. Watch it together, right?
3: This is what yes. you get for having love in your life. <laughs> yes, I,
2: I pay for it. I pay for it with not being able to go. I, I guess I could log on an alt. Yeah, I could play an alt. Oh, my oh, God. R- Ross is done with the show. <laughs> I'll talk to you guys later, anyway. No, uh, so yeah, patch 7.3. Uh, a lot to talk about. Um, we've talked about it before to some degree, but to start with, I'm going to let you guys go nuts on what you want to talk about, and then I'll jump in with my you know, bitter... I want
3: later. to talk about that spoiler Anne doesn't want to hear about. Yeah, well, I don't want to hear about
0: any spoilers, and I don't think that we should be <laughs> throwing them out there as of yet no. because the patch <laughs> just came out. But for people that are wondering, there is a... It, you can't access all of the content immediately. In 7.3, there is an unlock schedule, but it's only like a three-week unlock schedule. So this week, you'll get the first two story chapters on Argus. You'll be able to open up world Quest in both Crocoon and the Antorrin Wastes. And then you also get reputation for the new faction, for the Army of the Light. And um, there are also emissaries that have been added to the game for that rep. So you'll yeah, be able the, to complete World for the emissaries quests today that. actually...
3: Yeah. Or Army of the Light, so.
0: Yeah, you'll get to uh, complete world quests for that. And then week two next week, you'll get the next two story chapters and you'll also be able to unlock Macary, which is like the third zone available. Um and with that you'll get more world quests in that area and that also opens up invasion points. And invasion points are very much like Diablo Riffs in World of Warcraft. <laughs> you go in you, you're going through invasion points to other worlds that the Legion has traveled to and is trying to conquer, and you're basically there to put a stop to that. So, um, yeah. uh, one thing we should awesome.
2: mention, we, we should also mention there are two types of, of invasion points. Yeah, there's, there's lesser and greater. Yeah. Uh, and the, lessers are, like in just described perfectly, graders are essentially the world boss yeah. of the week, and there's one greater rift a week.
0: Yep, and they're massive. Um, With the lesser invasion points, you probably don't want to go in there and try and solo those on your own. Um, I tried. It did not end (laughs) well for me. Um, I got the first part of the scenario done And then I got to the second part It was like, here's a little bar You need to fill this little bar I'm like, oh, okay And then I go and spend like, you know Five minutes killing an elite mob by myself Which I managed to do But it filled my bar by like 1% At which point I went, wow I'm going to be here forever (laughs) I should have more people with me so, yeah, these are things that you probably want to tackle with at least like a couple other people with you. If you have the world Quest group finder thing, you should be able to find people that are doing these things. Um, week 3 is the final week, and that's where the final story chapter on Argus is unlocked, and that's going to be shorter than the previous two weeks, but it also unlocks some other stuff, including the Netherlight Crucible, which is a new kind of upgrade thing, system sort of thing, and it'll also unlock the new five-man dungeon which is seat of the triumvirate and i can't wait to get in there <laughs>
2: yeah <laughs> seat the... of the
3: triumvirate is pretty cool i did it yeah. a couple of times in the btr I, I never got a chance to do I it never, on the btr yeah, tried it and um, yeah i actually like rossi you wrote a lot of spoilery like dialogue posts so i did see some of the dialogue but i didn't really do the chapter like story stuff in game which i know and did um but all of this is like new to me and it's just it's awesome. There's a like, lot it, of it. There's yeah.
0: there's a lot of new lore to kind of absorb here. And the zones are all gigantic. It's like we've just been given three brand new leveling zones worth of material. It's insane. Um, yeah. Do
2: you remember the Suramar campaign? Imagine if you got the Suramar campaign three times.
0: Yeah. It's kind of like yep. that. Um, the other thing to note, there's also a whole bunch of new mounts and pets that have been added. And if people are into the whole pet battling thing, there's a new pet battle dungeon out there in Nomragon And it's got its own rewards and new pets. And yeah, there's a lot going on. There's just a lot going on with this battle. Yeah,
3: I, I had to do the, the summary post, like the, you know, everything you should know. And I started writing it. And I was like, okay, there's this and this and this and this. Oh my God, this patch is huge! Like there's, <laughs> there's so much stuff. <laughs> uh,
0: there is, yes. Uh, Raptor in the chat channel said, "Isn't there a raid as well?" Yes, there is. There's Antorus, the Burning Throne, but that one is not actually launching immediately. That one, we've got some time before we actually see yeah. it
3: released. October, I think. October, November-ish. Yeah, October, it's very much like
2: the, it's much like the Tumis Argaris, where it doesn't unlock. Just because you finished the the uh, unlock stuff, it unlocks on its own schedule. And yeah, it will be. Yeah, so your tomb is still the top raid right now, and probably will be. And for keep in a mind too,
0: so. if you're trying to get your ahead of the curve achievements for Tomb of Sargeras, you can still get those up until Antorus comes out. So you've got some time to get those knocked out if you need to get those knocked out. Yep.
2: Yeah. But uh, yeah, there is a raid. Um. Which, whoo boy. Um. When you do that raid. Pay attention. It's way down the line, but there's <laughs> yeah. so
0: much in it. Anyway. Yeah. Um, that's just kind of like a brief overview and there's a bunch of stuff that I haven't even mentioned. Um this patch is gigantic, you guys.
2: <laughs> yeah, it's it's extremely large. Um I'm gonna just these are this isn't spoiler stuff. I'm not gonna talk too much about it, but when you do the tri the seat of the triumvirate in a couple of weeks, um hopefully they they paid attention on the PTR. Uh do you guys remember when we were doing like beta streams and we ran a couple of dungeons and one dungeon we ran was violet hold
0: oh violet yeah. hold was so bad yeah.
2: the last boss horrible. the last boss in seat of the triumvirate had a potential to do that kind of thing to groups it was it was over tuned it Jeez. was extremely over tuned so i'm hoping they've got it tuned back but it, it overall Sea of the it's a lot of fun uh i didn't get to do any raid encounters i don't know anything about those but yeah that. This might be the The, best five man they've done in a long time.
3: If you look at the boss list for the raid encounters, you know you're going to see some big names in there. I I don't, I don't know if you count that as a spoiler or not, but there's the raid's going to have some major, major stuff.
0: Let's let's just kind of avoid that subject for right now, because like I said, Endora doesn't even come out for several months.
3: in game. Yeah. Like it's it's in game. It's in the dungeon journal right now. Yeah, it's so if in you the open dungeon that journal,
0: you can go look it up if you want to, if you're interested in that information. But um it's that's all material, like I said. It doesn't come out for like a couple of months at least. So honestly, gonna, I
2: I we should move on to emails and stuff, but I wanna say this, uh in terms of seven point three. I I know I complained about at the time that the when you did seven point two um, you, you did the opening, you, you saw the bit where they were attacking, and you went through the scenario, and then you started doing the quest, and it kind of felt like that's it. You kind of had a moment of, that. that's that's all we're doing? It's just, now we just repeat this? Yeah. You do not get that this time.
0: It felt, nope. It felt with 7.2, it felt a little bit like we were robbed of the whole urgency of the situation, almost. Because a lot of those side quests and things that we had, they didn't really feel like they carried any weight, Particularly ones where it was like Cadgar going, "Hey, can you dig these pieces out of the dirt for me? Because I dropped them." I was going to give my girlfriend a nice present, but yeah, you know. it, it just, um, it, they felt kind of like they felt kind of like haha funny side sort of stuff. So much, not so much the whole. Hey, this is a dire situation, and maybe we should be focused on this thing. Seven point three is all about. Hey, this is a dire situation, and we really yeah. need to knock this stuff out. Um,
3: um just to, someone in chat said isn't the Nomorgan thing just a trainer and not a dungeon? Yeah, that was uh my mistake. I thought it was a, a full dungeon. It is a single pet battle trainer with three mechanical pets who can reward Dibbler, which is, I believe, also a mechanical pet. But it's not a full dungeon. It's oh, okay. just a new trainer. All right. Inside Nomergon. See,
0: this is what I get for reading your stuff, Mitch.
3: <laughs> yeah yeah. You need to go back
0: and correct that later. <laughs> Yeah, because I, I was really excited. I'm like, oh, cool! Another I thing was for two. me to try out.
3: <laughs> Perhaps
2: you were too excited,
3: young. Man. I will find a way to blame someone else. So
0: okay, but uh, should we probably uh,
2: should we move on to talking about emails now? At this point, I don't know.
0: Yeah, I guys... think we I think we covered everything else. By the time yeah. people listen to this on the website, they'll be like hip 7.3 yeah. content anyway so we're fine
2: I yeah. i i could gush about it all week but I'm, we're gonna stop ourselves so uh if you have an email for the podcast please send it to podcast at dot and put podcast or blizzard Watch in the subject line so we know it's for this show um if you can try and keep your emails you know on the shorter side so Anne can read them because ann reads them for us as she's going to do for us now and it's nice if she can get through them quickly uh ann if you don't mind
0: Okay, first email is from Lomshank Lomshank? Lomshank A blood elf hunter who says Hello watchers with the Lich King seeming to stir up trouble, many predict a new expansion focused around him. Problem is, we already went to Northrend. Surely Blizzard wouldn't build an entire expansion around zones we've already been in for max level content. If the Lich King were to be an expansion of Fillin again, how do you think Blizzard would handle such a problem? Thanks, Lomshank. Well, um, I need to point at Cataclysm because that's pretty much all Cataclysm <laughs> was. We went to places that we'd been before. There were new zones. There were new zones and they were just kind of like shoveled in among all of the zones we had already seen before, I guess. So, I don't know. How do you guys think Blizzard would handle that kind of problem? Do you guys even think we're going to see the Lich King in like a new expansion?
2: If the next Uh... expansion has him, then the next expansion is going to have him as one of many things to deal with. Yeah, I don't think he'll be the main villain if he's the next guy. Uh, I definitely feel like we're getting old gods and... Some of the hints we've seen seem to hint at we're going someplace that's definitely not Northrend. Um, there, I don't want to get spoilery, but we've seen hints that indicate a different direction. Let
3: me put it that way. If if they do the Lich King though in something, I I don't really know how they would do it because I don't think they really want to do another Cataclysm where they like revamp old zones. Um, so that's actually a good question. I don't know if he would like. He could always. It could be like, oh, hey, there's this other island that we always knew was here, but never went to. And Oh, no, no, it's, it's way easier than that, dude. It's close to Northrend, and he's sending the undead there, so let's stop Not even, him.
2: No, it's, it's much easier than that. When you do uh, Trial of the Crusader and he blows up the floor, what does he say to you? All right, the Nerubian empire. My empire
3: yeah So you could, you could totally oh do like
2: you could do multiple zones in the nerubian zone with him
3: we just go forge, underground attackers. we'd be we'd underground the a lot thing that we wanted uh, that they almost did in wrath but didn't do in wrath oh yeah, okay you, that would be cool you could I didn't totally even think do that. about that man yeah you would you would just do the under kingdom and do the whole thing underground
2: if you wanted to do purely the lich king focused expansion you could do it that way pretty easily i mean because and you could even have it Although it gets kind of close to what they kind of did when, with Carazon with the inverted Carazon five man, but you could totally do the under ICC and you know everything that's below it because well, they, they even hit I mean, it. there's.
3: There is quests that have you go on, like into the areas underneath ICC. Yeah, but, exactly. Yeah. You totally start. You start off under
2: ICC, go down, and follow the Lich King's trail through all these you know zones underground. Maybe
0: we see be creepy ghost kid again. That'd be cool.
2: <laughs> oh, you again? Yes. i now. I'm creepy ghost adolescent.
3: <laughs> My ghost horse is age. That's a thing.
0: My horse is dead. Did you know that? It's real annoying. I'm sad. <laughs> Yes, I know your horse is dead because I'm riding him around. Thanks.
2: (laughs) Eventually, you bring him back from the dead and you stick wings on him for no good reason.
0: That was one Um, of my favorite quests in Ice Crown. honestly, was that entire chain with the creepy ghost kid. Ugh, I loved that chain. I don't know who wrote that chain, but they should have cookies all the time. mm -hmm. Yeah, you can easily do
2: that. I, I honestly, though, I think that if the next expansion isn't Old Gods and water fun I'm not going to say the word sports there but uh if it's not old gods and water fun I will be extremely surprised and um I am expecting certain places that I haven't been seen in a while to make an appearance
0: if we don't see ashara I'm going to be vexed I'm just saying I'm going to be very vexed I I really want to see ashara come on it's time <laughs> And not the kind yeah, of time I... where we throw Mitch in a pool. It's just time. Uh, tar expansions uh, gonna... going into a I wasn't going to
3: say anything.
2: <laughs> tar anyway. expansion is getting in the pool. But no, I think there's going to be some Jaina. There's going to be some old gods. There's going to be some stuff. I mean, I think that's where we're going. If the Lich King is involved, he'll be involved tangentially. Uh, either opposing the you know, old gods or playing his own agenda.
0: I seriously, I think that, I think that if they're going to bring the Lich King back, they should do it as its own expansion. Because, yeah, I'm thinking about it here, I'm like, "Oh man, that would be cool if there was the whole underground, like we go into the whole Nerubian kingdom, yeah and and all of that, and then maybe we could like even bring in undermine at that point. I don't know why, just because undermine's underground, so <laughs> let's just deal with a bunch of places that are underground I, bring I Dalaran really like, underground i wanna see <laughs> i wanna see undermine I, I wanna see what that place looks like." Ever since somebody suggested it should be like Goblin Vegas, I'm like, yeah, that needs to happen. <laughs> that place needs to happen in WoW, please, and thank you. Um, anyway, thank you for the question, Lomshank. Uh, next email is from Alessander, who says, do you think there will be a mini event thrown at us to fill the end of Legion, something like the fight to retake Gnomeregon or Echo Isles that isn't really a part of the big expansion story? What loose ends might you like to see? What do you guys think? I don't know. Me?
3: I, when, I don't know what exactly they mean by it that isn't part of the big expansion story um, Like, I, I think if we do something I think it will tie into the next expansion or yeah I think it will tie into the next expansion well, I don't think they like, would just do
0: the, when Alessandra pointed it out Gone and Echo Isles they didn't really have anything to do with the like storyline that we were going to see eventually although I guess yeah. Echo Isles did kind of because it set up Vol'jin for what we eventually saw in Mists Pandaria um but yeah. at the same time, it's like, they, they were kind of like side things, like little side areas. And they were they were places and events that needed to be tied up, but didn't necessarily fit in any expansion kind of time frame thing. Like, people really wanted to get Gnomeregan back. And people really wanted to see the Echo Isles get taken back again. Um, it, those were both places that had been under siege since vanilla and we'd never done anything to address them so it was kind of nice that we got to go and actually do something with it even though the gnomes didn't actually get like the entirety of gnome are gone but they start yeah. there now instead of starting in iron forge which is great because they have like their own starting area um anyway i don't know trying, what do you guys think? trying
3: to think of i'm trying to think of like unfinished stuff i i wouldn't mind um you know, even as a Horde player, I wouldn't mind something where, like, the Alliance retakes Gilneas, and that could tie into potential stuff that we've seen maybe that's, you know, maybe the next expansion. Um, it Like, you could use that as a major seaport in the Eastern Kingdoms, and it would give us a reason to actually have Alliance go there and, you know, have the zone mean something. I think that would be cool. I don't think they're going to because they've done so many different story plot threads during Legion that, like, adding more onto that... If it doesn't tie into the next expansion, it's just kind of it's going to leave a lot of loose threads. Um, but I think it would be cool to see the sort of Gilneas take back.
0: Rossly what would I, you like?
2: Well, I I am really dubious of the idea that they're going to do something that doesn't have anything to do with with all the demon stuff and isn't the next expansion. Just because it feels like we're on a very strong train ride straight to the end of Legion, and then we're going to hop onto whatever the next thing is. That being said, there's lots of stuff I'd like to see. Um, I want to see Odin take his day trip to Alduar. Uh, you know, finally give me something with Odin that doesn't make me want to rip my hair out of my head. Uh, that would be nice. Patch
0: Odin's night out.
2: Yeah, like seriously. <laughs> they've been talking about Odin going back to Alduar, and I want them to do that because I want to set up the eventual expansion where Odin goes crazy and we have to kill him. Oh, thank God! Because yes. I want that expansion to happen so I can kill him. Um. But more importantly, you know, he mentioned doing it. And I'd like to see it. It would be a nice little thing. And maybe he goes there and there's still some old God stuff to deal with. So you get like a little mini boss thing and you get some neat little loot out of it. Just just some nice side thing that could be fun. Kind of like the uh, the red, the not the yeah, the Ruby Dragon Shrine in uh, Wrath. Just a little mini thing to throw at us just to tie this over. That could be kind of nice. I would love to see Stromgarde get retaken. Since Danath Trollbane literally has nothing to do now. He's just sitting around doing nothing. Like, you know, go take your home back already. It's been waiting for you for eleven years. Not eleven years. Thirteen years. It's been go, waiting for go you. Go get to fix it, it,
0: Danath. Come on. Go.
2: We found you know, we we found you ten years ago, because that was 2007 was when when uh Burning Crusade launched. So you've been you've known about it for ten years. Go get your home back. Go ahead. Just the Horde don't care. In fact, you could give the Horde quests to raid it once he's got it. So win-win. They Horde get some more quests. Alliance gets Stromgarde back. And I feel like
0: if so you wanted to... So 3K... basically an Arathi revamp. Yeah, exactly. But Arathi
3: got revamped in Cataclysm. No, it didn't.
0: Womp <laughs> <laughs> that
2: womp. Was, that was my joke. But you know, I'd love to see that. There's lots of stuff I'd like to see, but I'm going to stop with those two because, I mean, we'd be here all day and there's other stuff we should talk about.
0: So I... I agree with Mitch on the whole Gilneas front. I would love to see Gilneas retaken. But when I was thinking about that, I was like, well, yeah, that'd be a really cool thing for the Alliance to do, but what would the Horde do? Like, what is the Horde counterpart? There isn't really a Horde counterpart. Yeah, yeah, that's... Huh, I wonder what they would do. Hmm, maybe the Blood Elves could do something. Oh, wait, I know what would be fun. How about we do something about cleaning up, first off, cleaning up the areas that are still under attack by Scourge, in Kelfalos and secondly, finish cleaning up the Azure Mist Isles and make those zones flyable. Oh, Why yes, don't we make geez. that a thing? Like, turn those two oh. areas into quest hubs and, like, give them a full revamp and bring them up to date.
2: Oh, you know what you just made me realize? What? The Isle of Queldonas has a bunch of demons still on
0: it. Mm, yeah, that's true.
2: And we just... Dealt with demons. We,
0: Although, do I don't a know, are they still there? Dance. Are they still there? Okay, when you go to... They're you not Cal- still
2: there when you, when you do the, uh, the, the sword. Yeah, they're not there with Kel Okay. But they're still there when you ride up to it because it phases when you get to a certain point.
0: Right. So, so you still
2: see them until you get to the phase part. I'm just saying bring, bring a version of it in that doesn't have them at all. Like straight up, everything's cleaned up. The Sunwell is retaken. It doesn't have any shattered sun. It's straight up. Yeah. I would like to I'm... see
0: those two zones get a revamp, like a serious revamp. And if they wanted to do that as like, you know, some in-between filler content because it doesn't actually like fit in the scope of either expansion, that's okay with me. I'd just like to see it done. It would be yeah. cool if those areas weren't phased anymore or even if they wanted to keep them phased and they'd perfectly, I mean, they they can keep them phased for all that matters, but make them flyable make them flyable sounds so you can fly over Silvermoon City without seeing paper cutouts. I think the that'd be the
3: great. other the one other thing that popped to mind that I know is never going to happen was the Veil of Eternal Blossoms, but oh. there's there's like I don't think we would ever have a reason to go back there like seriously. Yeah, but um, I'd love
0: to see it returned, restored. Yeah, no,
3: I I would too. That would that would or be just something see some I'd want. some
0: progress made. You know that that'd be something that I'd like to see in a in a patch where it's just progress is being made back home where it's just, it's the like veil the... is in the process of regrowing and like these yeah. other, the cataclysm is in the process of healing. Maybe, you know, Kel, the, the force of Kelthalos and then the Exodar and the Isles of the Exodar landed on, they're starting to show signs of, coming back again and everything like we're starting to actually heal the world a little bit
2: you don't have to wait for a funeral of a major character to fix
3: a park sometimes parks just get fixed (laughs) yeah there's a whole tv show about it
0: yeah it's a good show too um so yeah i guess that's kind of we're all on the same page not necessarily on the same page but we've all got ideas so hopefully that answered your question a little bit, Alessander. Next email is from Easy Target, who is a troll hunter and pincushion on Mond, who says, "Seriously, <laughs> why have the Windrunners not killed my troll hunter?" <laughs> I love this. <laughs> why have the Windrunners not killed my troll hunter? I've been a troll player since I started late Wrath. As soon as we could be druids, I ponied up and was happy as a clam. But my main has been my hunter, and it just does not sit well getting the marksman weapon and Varisa just being cool with the family heirloom being carried off by a troll. Why did she not give me a Steve Martin arrow in the head? When I met up with Sylvanas on the boat, why did she not take the bow and say, thank you very much, thwap. Send this off, one off to the Abomination Makers. Is that orc warrior still available? And Ilaria, well, this is technically her bow in the hands of a troll, a troll member of the Horde, the Horde that killed half her family. Tazdingo, easy target. <laughs>
2: Yeah. That's such a good nothing. question. <laughs> I got nothing. They should all have killed you.
3: And, yeah, I mean, Shadow Priest gets to talk to Odin at the end of Halls of Valor and he'll kill them. Like, it, you know, I I could see Sylvanas being like, "Not give it back." Boom, arrow in the head.
2: Like, I'm I'm okay with Sylvanas not doing that to Horde characters because a she's try, you know, she acts like she doesn't care about that kind of stuff, like when you brought the necklace and she's like, "This is nothing to me." So, I could see her going like, oh yeah, that bow, I don't, I totally don't care that you have my family's heirloom. It means nothing to me. <laughs> I'm fine. Everything's fine. I can see that from her because she, she has shown that tendency, but Verisa, not just like, you know, Verisa's just totally like, eh, well, sure. It's a good, good to see you. Heirloom. I'm glad
3: you have uh, glad you have my weapon.
2: No, no better. She's the one who helps you get it. Yeah. She's the one who takes you to that planet. And in the end, she's like, you have my sister's bow. And you just stand there for a while, and you're waiting for her to go, like you know, give it to me, <laughs> you know. But she doesn't, and you're like, Why? "I'd like Why? it back now." <laughs> That's my my that my mom used that. That was my mother's and her mother's, and I want my bow now.
0: <laughs> okay, here you go.
2: Like, no, it, it, I don't know. I, I I got nothing for you. I Why? Think,
0: I think. Um. Okay, Sylvanas, you came up with good justification for Sylvanas because Sylvanas just doesn't care. Um. Or she says she doesn't care. She might care a little bit, but she says she doesn't care. Um, So she wouldn't, you know, beat your troll up or anything. I think that Ilaria, at this point, Alaria has been with the Army of Light for an almost unfathomable amount of time. And her focus is really on murdering the Burning Legion and has moved away from petty fights with trolls. Um, Her vengeance has turned elsewhere. I guess someone, if you want to phrase it that way, says
3: that there is a reaction to it, um, which I don't really play a hunter, so I have I have no idea.
0: Uh, she Silvanus, does actually say something. Sylvanas reacts to it, huh?
2: Illyria does too. Hilaria says she confronts your hunter and is like, "You can hold on to it for now."
0: See, this is this is. Um, I don't play marksman. Uh, my hunter is a beast mastery hunter, so I've got Titan Strike. So I haven't seen these interactions. I love that about Legion. That like every weapon gives you a different. Set of interactions, and the, and each weapon has, each weapon in each class, and each spec within each class has like a different series of these little interactions, these little vignettes with various NPCs. Um, it's kind of cool though that Sylvanas does react to it. I don't know what she says, but um, it's one of those things. Well, Sylvanas,
2: where... Sylvanas says something like, "Yeah, that's the, my that's my sister's bow. Take care with it." But uh, Alaria straight up, you know, says, "Well, you have my bow." I hear, you know, uh, my, you know, Varisa has told me that you have it. And there's like a real awkward moment of, mm, she's not going to ask for it back, is she? And then she's like, for now, you may hold on to it. And well, I like, mean,
0: it's yours now. You spend all that time and put all that time into making it a better thing. Yeah, I don't this have mine, artifact. No.
2: I, I I put a lot of artifact power into this.
0: Um... I don't think you understand how many bits I collected to like put chunks of uh, lots
2: and stuff. This... I see that you've bedazzled my father. <laughs> I see <laughs> that you've bedazzled my family heirloom.
3: <laughs> I okay. made it better. It's better I now. made it
2: stronger. Bedazzling makes things stronger. Like the Jean Jacket. If you bedazzle your Jean Jacket, it becomes more powerful. Everybody knows that.
0: It had all these sockets in it that you hadn't done anything with. <laughs> so we just found some pretty things and popped them on in there, and now it performs That's even better. Well, I that part's technical. Yeah,
2: but, but, but yeah, it's. I, I, you know, it, it, to a certain degree, it, it, part of it's just they don't kill you because the game won't let them. Part of it is the fact that yeah, the Burning Legion's literally right there. Like, especially with with Illyria, you're on Argus when you have the little meet up with her. It's, I gotta feel like continuous waves of demons gotta take up some of her time.
0: That's that's the priority over oh, there's a troll using my family bow. That's the priority is. Who cares about the troll with the bow? There's a bunch of demons here and we need to kill them. So it's, you know, the focus has shifted.
2: They're not an Amani troll.
0: No. The Amani trolls are the
2: ones they had problems with before the, you know, it was the Amani who who united with the Horde. It was the Horde.
0: It was the Horde that killed uh, Alaria's family. It killed, the Horde came through in the Second War. And like set fire to the forest and killed i think it was like 18 members of aleria's family including her younger brother yeah some
2: uncles and her, i think her mom her, yeah her mom and
0: dad. I, in fact i know her mom was there i know yeah. her mom did. so there's there's bad blood there and everything but i think that aleria has kind of put that aside in the face of greater evils to fight um varissa I don't. I don't know. I think Verisa again. I think the focus is more on the Burning Legion. And even if you happen to be a troll player or a horde player, if you go in and you talk to Verisa, she's kind of put that. It's like she took all of those lessons from from Mists of Warcraft. Pandaria to Heart, kind of, and realized that you know maybe we should be putting aside these silly faction just you know fighting and all of this in the face of a greater thing and we should be uniting and fighting this greater thing so she's okay with taking you on this journey Um, she's doing you a huge favor basically she's helping you hunt down one of the best weapons the best bows out there and it happens to be her sisters Um, and she lets you carry it and that's kind of an honor that she's giving you so yeah you have to be good to the bow. Be good to the bow, and the bow will be good to you. Bedazzle it with pride.
2: you <laughs> you. Yeah, yeah. yeah. I like to think that my my troll-killing weapon, that makes trolls run away in fear, is especially well bedazzled. It's got like you know, it's just glittering. Like it's it's the glittering that scares them. They're
3: like, I'm <gasps> be wearing a jean jacket too, man. You gave it's it one bedazzled. sick
0: highlight. <laughs>
3: it's just, it's beautiful. It's got, it's it's just got glowing. rainbow
0: sparkles on it. I gave it a unicorn makeover. <laughs> oh god. Okay, uh so yeah, easy target. Hope that answers your question. Next email is from Don Bright, who is a Drenai paladin on Scarlet Crusade, who says honor to the watchers. That's cool. We haven't gotten that kind of a header before. I like that. Oh. I have recently well, felt that certain races and therefore certain in-game cultures are getting more focused than others in the current content of World of Warcraft. We are, of course, familiar with the prevalence of orcs in certain expansions, and further back, the trolls often became the go-to punching bag, though disappointingly little focus has been given to the Darkspear. I would now argue that we are seeing the drenai oversaturated between Legion and Warlords. Do you feel that certain races are getting too much or too little attention? And how might this change with upcoming content past the 7.3? Many thanks from a ha- happy Patreon supporter, Don Bright. I don't um, agree
2: with that argument about Draenei in the slightest.
0: Yeah, I was going to say, drenai were Drene featured in Warlords? Yes. Were they featured as much as the Orcs were? No. Um, I think that they could have gotten more attention. Have they been featured heavily in Legion so far? Not so much. They've been kind of background. Uh, Seven point three? Yeah. Seven point three, all of a sudden they're getting a major focus. If anything, I'd say that Legion, like from the onset, Legion was kind of focusing more on Calderay and you know, like yeah, it was culture. Healthy it was, it was elf extremely culture, elfy it which, was
2: very 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 elfy
0: and this this is this is kind of like par for the course with world of warcraft the thing is is like you could try to equally you could try to equally focus on every race at once and you would end up with a very weak thing story wise because each you'd only be able to give a little bit to everybody right but Isn't if you that focus on one or two it, huh
3: isn't that so, I mean, Cataclysm kind of, they tried to revamp a lot of the stories, like the faction stories. Yeah. Like, and a lot of those threads were left hanging for a while. They like. were
0: kind of, yeah, they were kind of, it was like, eh, they were done, but they didn't really give quite the punch. Whereas if you can focus on one or two different races or factions or whatever, um, not yeah. factions because we've got two factions, but I mean, if you, if you. If you put the focus on one cultural hub you can really develop that cultural hub into something extraordinary we saw that with the whole night elf thing in legion and how that led into the nightborn um and how the nightborn evolved and the nightborn themselves were like this giant it was like this giant chunk of Caldera civilization that we hadn't actually experienced before um Even with, like, warlords. Warlords, yes, was it orc-saturated? Oh, you bet it was. But we got to look into all of these different sections of orcs, these different clans, as it were, that we hadn't actually seen before. Um, We hadn't gotten a deeper look into that. And I would argue that maybe they kind of glazed over that without diving too deeply into it. But we still got a closer look at them. Um, And in 7.3 here, we're getting... We're getting Draenei, like, to the face. There's so much going on (laughs) with lore in 7.3. You guys don't even know. You won't know until we get to week three. Um, No, week two. Week two will unlock some of it, so.
3: Yeah, that was one of the things I almost, like, I almost tweeted about today. I was like, you know, if people, you know, were upset about not getting Draenei in uh, Warlords, they're going to be happy with this because Velen is, like, front and center right now and yeah, so and are a lot more draenei not just the only him.
2: time the only time we got draenei before this point really in this expansion was the pretty awesome scenario where you go to the exodar and otherwise i mean having demons doesn't mean it's draenei just because they're eridar doesn't make them draenei but finally we're getting that story we're, we're getting to see it i think this is the story to a degree this is the story people wanted in warlords this is what they wanted to see and they're getting to see it, and they're getting to see it on Argus. So, yeah. I I don't think it's overexposed, though, because keep in mind that the Draenei have been around since BC, and up until Warlords, they got nothing for, like, every expansion. Like, Wrath, there's one quest in Wrath that basically explains why you don't see that many Draenei. There's literally nothing in Cataclysm that explains there's a a short story that's not even in the expansion that explains what Velen was doing during Cataclysm. Uh, Mists, Nothing. So I don't think you can argue They're that... They're
0: there, they, but they don't have any kind of, like, a major presence yeah. or anything. There's no major focus on them.
2: So I... In terms of, though, there's 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 races in WoW that, that really do deserve more uh, some focus given to them. Um, I'd love to see some gnome focus. I'd love to see, like, an actual storyline for gnomes, something that digs into their lore. Like, you know, maybe... If you're not going to give them Norgon back, let them build a new city or something. Just let something happen for the Gnomes. That would be nice. Uh, I'd like to see the Torin get some some actual history because we found out a lot about Torin over the years, like their their origins, who they originally come from. Like the original Torin are actually the ones, the Ongal. Those that's the first Torin. That's what they that's the original Torin tribes. They looked like that. That's where they're from. They migrated away from there. All the other Torin peoples throughout all the other you know relatives. The uh, the actual tauren the Shuhalo, and the the ones up in northrend um they're all descended from those guys but you haven't really nothing's really been done with that so it would be nice to like you know bring magatha back give her some story do something with that i'd like to see that but that's not the same thing as saying that you know the draenei are oversaturated because that's nuts
0: i want to see desko come back yeah yeah I would like to see what Desco is up to because the thing is is like Desco and the others they were sent to Pandaria because of a dream that they would had like a vision that they'd had and then we got that great short story that ripped my heart out because that's just what those stories do but then beyond that I mean I think he joined the silver hand and he's in the sanctum of light but be but there's nothing really he doesn't have anything to do he hasn't been given anything to do. And I really liked that character. I, I kind of want to see where that character, or, or even, you know, his kid. Let's see what his kid's been up to.
2: Yeah, the one that went the, uh, the up to the White Tiger. Didn't he go to the White Tiger?
0: No, he went to the Golden Lotus.
2: Golden Lotus, okay.
0: Mm-hmm.
2: Yeah, but either way, like, what's, what's going on with his training? I, you know, I feel like this has been said a few times. Since they didn't do all that much with Vol'jin, give me a story about what happened to the Dark Spears without him. Now that Vol'jin's gone, who's in charge? Who's leading the Darkspear? I honestly, what are they doing?
0: A lot of, I, you know, and arguably, it's not just the Darkspear. I mean, the Darkspear, yes, they need a leader to step up. Who is that leader? But beyond that, who's leading the orcs right now? Like, Thrall stepped down. We took Said Garrosh Sour- out of powder, power entirely. Did Saurfang step up? I don't know. He's not listed as the orc leader or anything. That's true. So who who jumped in to fill that gap? Like. Who, Or or are we all just kind of blindly following Sylvanas now? Is there no such thing as, like, the faction leader? Uh, Or a racial leader? Because the way the Horde worked was, like, you had the Warchief, and the Warchief kind of presided over all of these disparate races that had come together to join the Horde. But each of the races of the Horde had their own racial leader. And the Orcs don't have one right now. Or if they do, it was never officially declared. And the Trolls don't have one right now because Vol'jin is gone. Um, Not to mention... I'd like to see what happened to Vol'jin. Like he said that the spirits. He talked to the spirits, and the spirits told him Sylvanas. Who was he talking to? That said, hey, yeah, let's go get the Forsaken leader in there. Like, why did they say her? It was where an was old that? God Whisper. Yeah, where where is that? Where where is that oh. section of story? We haven't seen that yet. You know, going back to. Um, that question that we got earlier in the podcast about stuff that we'd like to see kind of wrapped up at the end of the expansion. That's one of those things yeah. I'd like to see wrapped up.
3: <laughs> yeah, one One more thing I was going to say is Rossi mentioned like rebuilding, not rebuilding the but building something new. Yeah. Um, You could do like an expansion long kind of thing where it's not like it's just, you know, built you know, in one, one uh, patch or like the release of an expansion. Have it just be something we do on the side. Like Hey, you know, and I know you've wanted World Quests in, you know, the old world. Have World quest be in uh, Dunmoreau and then, like, you know, every single patch of new... World Quests
0: in Dunmoreau and put World Quests over in Quel'Thalas and over in the ex... Like, in all of the starting zones. Yeah,
3: yeah. <laughs> and just, like, the the World Quests you're doing in Dunmoreau can be focused around, like, getting supplies That's and building things. That's what they could
0: do with Worldwide World Quests. Yeah. Is they and could then, make like, these... Patch, they could yeah, frame it, these around the cool. idea of of healing the world, of reconstructing the damage that we've left behind, that kind of thing. I mean, you could put world quests down in Pandaria that deal with rebuilding the Veil of Eternal Blossoms no. and getting that put back together again. Even if you go down there and it's like, hey, plant 10 trees. Okay, well, at least you've planted 10 trees, right? It's giving you something yeah. to do. And maybe that gives you golden lotus rep that you were missing, you know, that kind of thing. I don't know. Yeah, I there's think a lot it would be of cool potential to, it would there. Be cool
3: to see like expansion, long progression that doesn't necessarily tie into the main story, but it's something you can do on the side. It's just side to kind stuff. of build up those outside yeah. things. And it, again, it can be expansion long, like every sing- I remember when the uh, Argent Tournament so, came. I out. was
2: going to say you're basically saying take the Argent Tournament and tie in World Quest yeah, to it.
3: Yeah, the Argent Tournament. Like you literally saw the grounds expand as it was, you know, being built. Yeah. Be yeah. I had to
2: keep. Go- I had to keep blowing up those weird. Killers in Old uh, War. I mean, yeah, in Old War. So you <laughs> get parts for the uh, tournament. It was weird.
0: Last email's from Tabby says, Hey, I know a while back you guys talked about bringing our artifacts in the next expansion and corrupted artifacts and all that in a podcast. Oh, that was in Lore Watch. We were talking about that in Lore Watch. Um, though I forget which one. It was Lore Watch. <laughs> I've kind of been sorting through (laughs) your archives Because they're interesting Anyway, in the balance of power quest line That gives your artifact an appearance You collect a ton of Old God stuff Including a bunch of stuff directly from the Nightmare And an idol of Queen Ashara's. And you stuff it into your weapon I could totally see the Old Gods corrupting our weapons then We're practically inviting them to It's not just that we don't know What we're really stuffing into our weapons And some of it could be corrupted We've actively gone out and shoved Old God corrupted things in them Just wanted to share, Tabby Yes, in our. I, I don't know what
3: y'all's problem is, but my weapon is from an old god, so it's only right that I did yeah, that. Yeah,
0: you're like the start of the problem. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, okay, so I've been leveling. Influence. I've been leveling my priest, and I went ahead and leveled my priest shadow, and I hit 102, and I went back to no, I hit 103. Was it two? I think it was 103. Anyway, I went back and one of uh, Alonza's followers there and he's like, hey, so there's this shadow priest that's just been giggling in a corner. Can you go talk to them? Because they're kind of weirding everybody out. And you go to talk to this person and they're like... <laughs> I
3: talk. forgot about this. <laughs> like... <laughs> Does nobody see that this is a problem? <laughs> it's, it's sort of like the Demon Hunter starting zone where it's like, all right, teach them all these powers. And the one dude's like, I can't handle it. And then like explodes. It's It's sort of... The equivalent of that, except for the void.
0: Yeah. So what we had talked about in Lore Watch, if you guys aren't regular Lore Watch listeners, we had talked about the fact that we are basically going through this expansion and we're making these artifact weapons more and more and more powerful. And I believe what was it, Rossi? We said something about wouldn't it be cool if like the lead up to the next expansion, in order to get rid of our artifact weapons, like the reason we get rid of our artifact weapons wouldn't it be cool if we just logged in one day and all of our weapons started talking to us? Yeah, we were basically... It's funny because <laughs> there's a I I
2: forget the name of it at the moment, but there's like a lore like, stream on YouTube. Yeah, It's like a video stream where they were talking about what we talked about. Oh, yeah. And he made the point that, you know, for all we know, we've basically juiced up our weapons to be the next bosses of the next expansion. Like, you will but we were talking about how, like, you know, one day you get up and you're sort. You let's use my I'll God, Alaria would be super
0: mad about her bow at that point. Yeah. <laughs> like, you
2: bedazzled so... it till it
0: turned what
3: evil. What did you guys do to this thing?
0: <laughs> you bedazzled it with evil.
2: <laughs> uh, I bedazzled it too much. There, apparently, you can't when you start sticking the little jewels on the other little jewels. No, that you've gone too far. That way lies <laughs> madness. I didn't know. I didn't know. Uh, but, yeah, we were like, you know, what if, you know, one day you wake up and suddenly uh, the Ashbringer's like, you should just kill them all. And you're like, whoa, uh, Ashbringer, you were talking to me just like you did if I get the one from Nax. That's that's so weird. That, that's a little strange. That's not yeah.
0: usual at all. Maybe we should
2: then, do like, something you know, with these weapons. Just Shadow Priest be
3: like, oh, okay. You guys haven't been hearing that all along.
2: <laughs> yeah, that's going on. Well, there's, other, there's lots of artifacts that talk.
3: Like, there's Alan F talks. Oh, boy, yeah. now you
2: guys hear the voices, too. But, you know. <laughs> basically like the point was made several times by lots of people that you know we're ju- we get making these things more and more ridiculously powerful and we're not going to have them in the next expansion so how did do- what is it what happens to- like do they just do we w- wake up one day and they're all just gone and then like you know they've actually turned into various old gods servants like in the next expansion you're going to be like oh hey okay this one's ashbringer curse of the destroyer and then the next raid boss is going to be um yeah, it says here it's Thal'Kiel. Yeah, okay, great. And uh, yeah, the end boss, the entire expansion is the Shadow
0: Priest dagger. Yep. Zalatas. Yeah, Zalatas.
3: yeah, so <laughs>
2: it was like that's the whole expansion. We don't even fight the old gods. We just fight our own weapons. We just
0: fight the weapons that we spent all this time in.
2: Maybe eye.
3: our weapons Voltron it up and become an old god.
2: Ugh. Mm-hmm. Ugh. Yeah.
3: <laughs> I was thinking. Well, see, we our
2: thought every was every boss became, you know, every weapon became a raid boss because that'd be thirty-six raid bosses. You could easily do like multiple tiers of the expansion just fighting your own weapons.
0: It's uh, uh, yeah. Oh god, I'm just imagining no, a raid oh, encounter with the Scythe of a Loon. It'd Be terrible. <laughs> just unleashes Worgen in the middle of the fight. Anyway, um, no, Mitch. One of the things that we'd actually like talked about, actively talked I, about, I was listen, the fact I that I listen to this. Zalatath itself is the rumors are that it is a chunk of an old god and we know that these chunks of old gods seem to have lives of their own I mean Yasharaj was halfway pulled out of the planet pulled to bits but the Shah are still residual and its heart was still there and talking to people (laughs) I mean it it it's entirely possible that what we're doing right now has serious rep- repercussions for Azeroth, and I'm not talking about the Burning Legion, I'm talking about the Shadow. We've gotten clues about it, like, throughout the entire expansion. I mean, when we cleanse the Emerald Nightmare, there's still that little void tendril, and Ysera very deliberately walks, like, the spirit of Ysera walks very deliberately into that little hollowed tree and points at the thing. And it's like, oh, no. something. And the Shadow common. Priest
3: dagger actually talks yeah. to you if you go near it. In-
0: it's a little bit disturbing how much, how chatty that, that weapon is. Because, you know, I'm, like, out there doing quests and things, and then all of a sudden this voice pipes up and says, oh, and this is why you'll never win. <laughs> I'm like, <laughs> thanks, I think. <laughs> why am I carrying you around again?
3: It chose us.
0: Meanwhile, Moira's just, like, overjoyed. Yay, you've got yeah, the it's,
3: back. It's, it's sort of like the... Um hey, we just freed Gul'dan, is that okay, moment from the beginning of Warlords, where maybe this isn't okay. Maybe it'll it'll this come is, back.
0: Maybe this is probably going to bite us in the butt, like, big time. Yeah,
2: there's no chance this is going to be a decision I'm going to feel bad about. Why would it be? <laughs> <laughs> he seems like a fun chap. Look <laughs> him there,
0: floating there in the air, those spikes growing out of his back. What a dapper sort this Goldon is. So it's an interesting theory, and it's one that we've discussed before. If you haven't checked out Lore Watch, you should go check out the Lore Watch archives because we talk all kinds of lore stuff on there, um, including weapons, among other. Yeah, things.
3: Yeah, this this was the Old Gods Lore Watch, right? Yes. I think. Yeah, I don't know. it was.
0: We've had several.
3: <laughs> it was. It was. Yeah, it was a couple of weeks ago, or a couple Lore Watches ago. But it was. It's a good one, and it's about old gods. Yes.
0: Anyway, that wraps us up for emails, and that wraps us up for the show. Blizzard Watch is made possible due to the generous contributions at patreon.com blizzardwatch, and your continued support means that this podcast site and community is able to thrive and grow. Blizzard Watch supporters enjoy exclusive benefits like early access to the podcast, better chance at having your question answered on our podcast or the queue, and an ads-free site experience
2: thank you very much and uh, if you have an email for the show please send it to podcast at dot com with the words uh, podcast or Blizzardwatch in the subject line so we know it's for the show thanks you guys very much for listening to the show this has been the blizzard watch podcast I'm your host Matt Rossi with me this week have been Ann and Mitch and we'll be here next week